to another edition of the Unicorns Podcast. This is a podcast series featuring business leaders, motivators, innovators, and general go-getters. Well, it's not often in business you meet a startup company that's giving away all of its money, literally. And that's what our next guest is doing. The company he has started is called Meet Magic. And since inception, he's donated close to $1 million to various charities to help sick children. He is absolutely changing the way business is being done. The founder and CEO of Meet Magic is Carl Goff. And I have to tell you, he is a true one of a kind. Carl Goff, welcome to the unicorns. JK, you, you've just given me goose pimples. <laughs> All right, so let's let's break it down. The company is called Meat Magic. That's M E E T, not M E A T. Tell us what you've created, Carl. JK, you know, you know what we we've had some amazing emails sometimes when people we we have emails from CEOs sometimes connecting us with their people that are trying to sell to them, and they've called us all sorts of things. We've actually had meat magic, as in beef. Meat magic. Yeah. Can I buy some steaks, please? <laughs> We've had meat market. We've had all sorts. <laughs> <laughs> the mind boggles. <laughs> well, look, look, I think this, um, for me, this was a combination of my past 20 years in, in business and sales and, and business development. And, you know, I, I, I saw how much money was being wasted in marketing, in spending okay. on, on lunches and stuff. And, and the whole aim of these lunches and these conferences was to get some time with the exec. So I thought to myself, well, why don't you just cut all that stuff out and I'll just connect you straight with the exec. So I, I'd go across to the execs and say, hey, take a meeting and we'll donate some money to charity. That's pretty much how it started. And now mm-hmm. we have this community of business leaders. There's about a thousand of them in four, four countries. And we're talking okay. to everyone from CEOs of banks. Even, I was on the phone last night with the chief operating officer of Deutsche Bank. And yeah. in, in London, and they love what we do because they can get they, they can get to give back at work, and so th- th- their belief is that doing good should be a part of every single day, and that's what we've created. So, where did you come up with the idea from? Well, um, for many years in sales, people would always. In fact, if you go to some of the some of the CEOs that I used to work for, one of them was David. Um, well, one of them was Drew Kelton, who used to report to David Thody, who became the CEO of Telstra. Yeah. Um, and when I got that job with, with, with David Thody's group, my, my reference was a guy called Richard Vincent, who was the CEO of, of a company called um, World Exchange. And Richard Vincent called this person that was about to hire me and say, give Carl the job. He'll open the doors to anyone for you. Mm-hmm. And that was almost like a rep. People would always know me as a door opener for some strange reason. Yeah. And so that was what it's I a did. Very, very good trait to have, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's becoming... Probably, probably the hardest thing to do on the planet right now. But, but, but this, this is what happened. And, and so it would, would have been probably six years ago. People were paying me, it was a bit of a side hustle, JK. People would pay me a, $1,000 for every connection that I, that I used to make for them. So they'd call me and say, Goffey, I want to go and talk to the head of Lindley's. Can you get me in the door? They, they were building, I think they were building Barangaroo at the time. And, yep. and, and so what, what, one of these friends of mine wanted to go and talk to the head of the fund, who, who, the fund manager that owned Barangaroo Fund. And yeah. so I, I opened the door and connected him. And I, I called this guy and I said, hey, I've got this guy that wants to come and have a chat with you about what you're doing with, with Barangaroo. I said, you know, give us an hour of your time and I'll give 500 bucks to charity. And he goes, okay. And so that's how that's pr- probably how it started originally. 
And then, and then about five or six years ago, I got involved in raising money for charity. And this is where the magic comes in. And the charity that I got involved with, oh, involved in was, was a charity called Feel the Magic. Mm-hmm. And Feel, Feel the Magic was this fledgling charity run by a guy called James Thomas, who was a, a laborer on a building site. And he was still doing this during the day. And at night, he'd come home and he'd try, try and run his charity. His charity was all about helping kids deal with grief when they've lost a parent. Mm. And so he, he lost his parents. He, he went through this process and he discovered a way to, to find happiness again. And he wanted to share that with lots of kids who have also lost a, a parent or a sibling. And so I said to James, you know, make me your head of fundraising. And I, I'll go and get you some money because I know some rich people. Mm. And so he did. And I, I went and found him some money. And, and I discovered how hard it was for him to keep getting money. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking to myself, there's got to be an easier way for charities to get money. You can't just keep spending 80, 80 cents to raise a dollar. It just doesn't make sense. And when, he started, when I started talking to these charities, they were telling me that the biggest problem that they're trying to solve was this sustainable fundraising model. How do you get money coming in? Without, All the time. Yeah, yeah, without doing anything. And so I thought to myself, and this is where, you know, you sit down and you evaluate your life about what you're doing and what, what things you're good at and what you're not good at and what you love to do and what you don't love to do. JK, honestly, talk about how Meet Magic started. Piece of paper, square line, right down the middle, and I put a line. On the left-hand side, I wrote down five things that I was good at. And guess what? Talking, connecting people, all those things that I, that I, that I, I developed as a skill yes. over, over yeah. 20 years. And on the right-hand side, it was things that I really loved to do, which was helping people, giving money away, supporting them, helping them grow. And so that is a combination. Between those two things is what Meet Magic is. You know, we, we, I just match my skills with what I love to do. And, and honestly, it doesn't feel like a job, but it's purpose and it, it comes from within. It's, it's everything that I've, I've been doing for the past 20 years. So I, it's, it's familiar and, um, you know, it, it's hard to start, honestly, when you get, when you come up, yeah. with, when you come up with an idea, you know, when you, when you run out of money and you've got, you've got nowhere else to go, but to get a job again, well, that's what happened. And so if your dream really is a dream, it, it will die if you don't believe in it. And I just kept believing in what I was doing that even, even after I had to go and get a job again a couple of years ago, um, I, I thought that I'm not letting it go. So I just kept it on the back burner and, and kept mm-hmm. coming back to it, tickling it along, ticking it along, and, and then COVID hit. And, but then COVID hit, and it's also an opportunity because everyone started doing meetings online through Zoom and Teams and Skype and Google Meets. And so I think it became, in some ways, Carl, a lot easier to open those connections because you you couldn't be face-to-face, and now everyone's used to doing it virtually. Yeah, and I think that's going to remain the case forever. I don't – you know, I think, for me, COVID signalled the closing ceremony for the Industrial Revolution. You know, <laughs> and for the, those, those people like us that have been around long enough, JK, you know, we, we've we, – we've, We've watched our parents work in factories. We, you know, I, I, I used to wake up and go to work sometimes indoors in a factory, and you know, you bit of bit of piece labouring work or whatever in a factory. You go to work in England at, at six or seven o'clock in the morning, and it'd be dark. It'd be dark. And then you yeah. come out at four, and, it's, and it's dark. dark. <laughs> it's dark and, and cold. <laughs> you wouldn't see the sun until the weekend. Mm. And, yeah. and so that that was the industrial revolution. And I think you know we've, we've been lucky enough to to actually ditch that now. And you know, I think. This whole virtual selling and virtual remote working and is is is, is here to stay. And I, 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 I actually, I actually thank God for COVID because it, it really gave us the boost that we needed in, in many ways. 
And am I right in saying that since inception, it's about a million bucks that you have actually physically donated, you have given away to various charities? Yeah, it, it is. And, you know, when I when I say I want my last check to bounce, I'm not joking. You know, one of my, <laughs> one of my heroes is a, probably one of the biggest philanthropists in Australia, and he's not even Australian, he's American. His name is Chuck Feeney, and he has a thing called the Atlantic Philanthropist. He was the founder of, you probably remember those, um, duty-free DFS Galleria shops. Yes. Yep, he, yep. he founded those years ago, and he, you know, he started selling booze, at the duty-free booze at the airports, and it just grew and grew and grew. He was the billionaire that never was because he gave all of his money away and made so, such a massive difference. You know, he would fly economy class because he could save $800 and fix people's eyes. You know, and th this, was, mm. this, this is who he was. He funded, in fact, the university that my daughter's at right now, UQ, he put them on the map because he fell in love with Queensland and he said to the university, you're doing such great things, you need to get on the world map. And he said, I'm going to give you $20 million, but you've got to go and get the government to match it. And, and, and they did. And that's how, if, if, if every university in Australia put Chuck Feeney's name on above a door, he would be on every university. He funded pretty much every university in this country. He's American. Mm. Mm. Amazing. So he, he's a bit of a hero of mine. I read some of the stories that he does and, um, so yeah, a, a million bucks is, is, is just the start. And, you know, we've done this by the way, with no money, we've not raised any money. In fact, I, yeah. actually, I actually worry sometimes about how we can actually scale this thing. <laughs> you know, we've, 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 we've been going for four, four and a half years now. We've, we've never taken a penny on board in funding, but we're giving all of our money away. <laughs> I'd hate to be your accountant who goes, now, Carl, we've got to talk about your finances here. Mate, they love it. And this is this is the funny thing, right? I mean, we've we've, we've been profitable. This is the mm. thing. It's not as though we've 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 actually not made any money. And this for me, when I, when when you build a, and one of the things that's that's a problem right now that I'm seeing everywhere is that everyone's trying to tack on purpose to their business, and they're mm. doing they're doing this to to make themselves look good because it's trendy, because it's you know we've oh we've got to have a charity that we've got to do this. The problem with this is you you run the risk of washing and purpose washing and it, it's not being authentic and all that, all that stuff. Not genuine, yeah. So yeah. what we've done is completely the opposite. We've actually built a business leading with purpose and, we're, and now we're trying to find a path to profitability. And honestly, I when, when I say we give 70% of our meeting fee away, that's 70% of $1,000 per meeting that we give away. So that would probably equate to 60% of our, of our overall revenue when you take out subscriptions and everything else. If we can do it, anyone can do it. And, and you know, we've got a team of people now, some, some full-time, some part-time, some contractors. And I turned around a couple of years ago and there was 15 of us working in the business. I'm like, well, how did that happen? <laughs> out of the front room of your house. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was literally out of my apartment. In fact, don't get me started on that because you know I've... When, I, when you talk about the walking through the fire and what you have to do to get your idea off the ground, you know, I tell the stories often about how this has happened and how it started and how you, how you come to have the true belief that you're, what you're doing is, is, what you're, is what you want to do forever. How do you know? And uh, there's one story I always tell about, um, it was one of the very first meetings, which was with Kathmandu, the retailer. Yeah. And what, what my client, I, and I, begged, I begged my client, his name is Wayne, Wayne Arthur, um, it wasn't a client at the time. I said, Wayne, give me some money. Let me let me let me give, let, let me go and open some doors for you. And he said, sure, Carl. He said, here's five thousand dollars. And so that five thousand dollars, I think, fed me for two months back. back mm. And I I had to scramble around and try and you know, try and get these meetings. I said, who do you want to go and talk to? They said, well, 
we want to go and talk to Kathmandu. I said, okay. So Skyfire was, was the company. They do a lot of a lot of wireless retail, Wi-Fi yeah, stuff. Yeah, I know those guys. Yep. Right. Well, I actually helped Wayne get his first big deal with with Westfield when when they um, when they did all the, all the deal with Westfield Shopping Centre because yes. I put all the, I put all the Wi-Fi in, into Westfield. That's my last corporate job. And so um, and so I said I got on the phone with with uh, his name was Yolan Van Dyke. He was the CIO of Kathmandu. I said, Yolan, look. I've got a company, a friend of mine wants to come and have a chat with you, talk about Wi-Fi retail and whatever. He said, sure, set the meeting up. So that was a big a big win for me. Wayne, I think it was Ian Robinson, his head of sales, went to have that meeting. After that meeting finished, I called Yolan and I said, thank you for taking the meeting. Um, I've got $500 here that I'm going to give to charity. What's your favorite charity? And he said, well, we support the Himalayan Foundation. Now, JK, when I tell this story, people people don't, don't, don't quite understand that the impact of it because it, this was mm. the, this was the very Tell reason me. why I continued to keep Meat Magic going. So there I am, my eighteen-year-old dog. He was, I think, he was fourteen at the time. I'm walking up up the hill back home after being on the park with him in the morning, and I've called the Himalayan Foundation and I said, "I've got this this five hundred dollars here for you. What's it going to do? What impact is it going to make?" And the Himalayan Foundation said to me, "Well, that five hundred dollars will pay for three girls to go to school for the entire year, and it will pay for their books and their uniforms." Now, mm. I had $550 to my name in the bank. Now, when I say I've got no assets, I mean, I don't have any assets. I don't have credit cards. I don't have assets. I don't have a house. I don't, I've got a car, which is a beat up old BMW, which is 10, 13 years old. I had nothing. And my daughter's at school and she's coming back to come home and that, that night. And I, I had to put food on the table. But there was something about this, that one story of three girls going to school for the whole year being paid for. I just transferred that $500. I got, I, for some reason, tears start coming out of my eyes. And I don't know why these tears were coming out. It wasn't boo-hoo tears, but it was mm. just like, it was tears of gratitude. It was tears of, of, of knowing. And that knowing that what you're doing is the right thing, it, it, was, it was my integrity. It was all of that stuff. Because I could have taken that money and gone to the shops and bought some food for, yeah. for yeah. my child. But I paid this, I paid this charity, this, this 500 bucks. JK, I got home and my electricity was cut off. And I thought, shit, I'm in big trouble here. And yeah. luckily, the apartment that I was living in was an old apartment. And so I went downstairs, opened the two big brown doors, and there was a big strip of that red and white tape that the electricity people cut. Put. I just ripped it off and flipped the switch back up and got my electricity back on. <laughs> Thankfully, and then I, I went and borrowed some money and paid electricity. But that that one meeting, that one emotion, that one thing that that, that was that was so impactful that made me cry – that that to me said, okay, Carl, you're in this. You're in this now. This is your. Yeah, thing. you've got to under something. You you can't not do this. Okay, so so how does it work? I know Meet Magic. There's a there's a platform. You have vendors on there. You have execs. But can you explain to our listeners the the workflow of how the meetings take place? Yeah, absolutely. Well, we um. When we first started this, you know, the it was all manual process, and you know, I just pick up the phone and cold call execs and and set the meetings up myself. That was the beginning. Mm -hmm. Then I built this platform, which was, we, you know, everyone talks about MVP. Well, it, you know, they they say if you if your first MVP is embarrassing, you, you're on the right track. If, if 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 you're really happy with your first iteration of your product, you're probably missed the mark. So, <laughs> I think that's very good, very good advice, by the way. Yeah, well, well, it is. When I look back at our platform now, I'm so embarrassed by it. But 
But the whole point of it was I, I was actually thinking about the future and I, I, I actually we're starting to live that now. So it, what's happening at the moment is, you know, with COVID hit and so the platform, the original platform that I built, we had to take offline because nothing was being updated. The dates were all out of whack and, and people yeah. were calling us going, hey, I want to book this time with this CEO, but I can't. And um, it, it looks like his date's not available. Can you so we took it offline and I, and I, I put all these different systems in place. Um, to, to track and monitor and, and, and scale, basically. And that was things like Airtable and, and Salesforce and all this different stuff that we, so just so we can keep a track of the meetings and book them. Um, so that was that was what, what's happened during COVID. We, you know, all these meetings started happening and we started to use this manual process of people picking up the phone and, and calling and booking the meeting. So as an exec, you would say, yes, I'm interested in doing this. You just sign up and give me your email address. And then our team, would, would onboard you basically and let our let our paying customers know that this person's available and then our paying customers would say yes i want to go and have a meeting with them and then we just pick up the phone email or call the exec and, and book the meeting in and so that's been going on for probably about a year and a half during covid because it, it's just, it, it it's allowed us to scale and get lots of meetings done mm. now the new, the new iteration of the platform that we're in the process of launching right now is it, so basically what's happened over the past four years? We've built this community of business leaders. Okay, tell yeah, tell us about that. What have you got on there? There's about a thousand of them all yes. around the world, and they're, 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 it's basically been built on the belief that doing good should be a part of every single day. And this platform now is is going to be for socially minded people to connect, to solve problems, and be a force for good at the same time. So what will happen is, as an exec, you will sign up and complete your profile. And you'll tell us a little bit about your interests, and our AI. Yeah will then work its magic and the smart algorithms then learn about them and the goals and, and suggests the most valuable people for them to meet with. And then um, we, the, 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 the execs will get some suggestions on who to meet with and then we'll be able to seamlessly schedule that introduction through matching of calendars, which we're building, which is going to be, it, it, it's complete genius because matching calendars is the hardest thing for everyone to do. So that's that's the new iteration. So we've we're sort of we're building a place that's that's going to be quality quality personalized connections for the execs. And do you um, what what sort of filters do you put on on the execs on the platform? Is it a certain level? Like the, clearly they've got to be decision makers or the the C suite. What's what's the cutoff? We have um, a minimum requirement. You've got to be a a, 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 a um. On the leadership team, listen to me stuttering, it's Friday morning. You've got to be on the leadership team and yes. you've got to be in a company that's got 50 or more staff. That's all. Okay. So smaller companies will come later, but we want at the moment a minimum of 50, 50 people in your company. Yep. You can be ASX listed. We don't really care. But, you know, most of these companies at that size are all trying to solve problems. They're all trying to solve yes. transformation, cybersecurity, customer experience, and all of our clients are the top right-hand quadrant companies that solve those problems. I mean, we're talking the Twilio's of the world. And if you know you know who Twilio is, mm -hmm. when you do your Uber and you call your driver, that's Twilio that does all that back end. So we've got those types of companies. There's, there's the HPs. Um, in fact, SAP became a new client of ours this week. And so we, we don't even chase business anymore. They're all, they're all coming to us because we've got these connections that they want. And so those those execs, Carl, they're they're the CTOs, CMOs, CEOs, anything with a C, or um, so, so so they're on there. And then on the other side, tell us about the your your members or your your vendors that are looking to connect with the C suite. Well, like I, like I mentioned, they are the 
the, the top right hand quadrant is the who's who of the tech world. And, right. and so regardless of and, and this is one of the things that I'm that, that, that's emerging here, JK, is that there's a massive digital illiteracy at the C suite level. I think most CEOs think digital transformation means putting a PDF on your website. It, it, it doesn't. <laughs> But, but, but they think it does. Or having a website. Or yeah. having a website, yeah. And, and so often these stories that, that, that our clients share with these execs around how, tra- how to transform your business and create new revenue streams and, and, and basically harness the cognitive capital of your people because this is the fundamental thing that, you, that will generate new revenue streams for your business. And so our clients are all those companies in data analytics and AI and machine learning and, and cybersecurity. We've got the best cybersecurity companies on our platform. So everyone's got a problem with cybersecurity. You need to keep ahead of that and what's happening in that industry. So go and have a meeting with, with, with some of these companies. And that's, that's what's emerging now. So we started off providing a service for, for, for vendors and, 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 and those sorts of companies to go and connect with the execs. But we're now flipping it. Because a lot of these execs are coming to us now and mm. because they're sick and tired of being harassed on LinkedIn. They're sick and tired of being harassed on email and stalked. And, and, they're, and they're looking for a quiet place to go and solve their problems. We're becoming that quiet place for them because they know they can come to me and say, hey, the board have just mandated this AI project. Have you got any AI vendors I can talk to? And of right. course, and so they come to us and they have they pick three vendors and they go and have a meeting with them. And I, I, JK, I've got emails I can show you yesterday from a CIO who she says to me, Carl, what a great meeting. I wasn't sold to. We talked about life. We talked about my business and the problems we're trying to solve. They told me how they solved that problem. What a great meeting. We're in the decision making process right now. They're included in that in that decision. And I, I imagine over the years you would have examples of a lot of deals being done through your platform that otherwise would never have happened. Uh, millions and millions of dollars. In fact, I know of a seven-figure deal that happened with West Farmers through one introduction that we made. I know I know a seven-figure deal that was done with the Transport for New South Wales off one introduction that we made. Um, we don't talk about this. We should brag about this a lot more, but we don't. Um, we, but, but honestly, when the, when the team sat down and I love my team, and they are. The, and you know what, JK? This is the other thing about diversity and inclusion. I'm building a, an all-female team, and all my mm. team. I'm the only bloke in the team, and I just let them get on with it. You know, Marcia, Rebecca, Christy, Anne, and 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 Vicky. They all own their side of the business, and they're and they're allowed to fail and go and try stuff and, and get it done. But this is this is what we're building. So we're doing. We're actually living living what everyone else is trying to and, and talking about. We're actually doing it. Well, it's actually a smarter way of doing business if you think about it, because you're cutting out all of the white noise and the BS and the fluff and the, you know, the lead generation and the, you know, the pipeline and how long it takes where you say, okay, you want this. I've got an exec doing this. You got, you're going straight to the source. You could get a deal done this way in an hour. Mate, when I, when I tell you about, about some of the stories we hear from execs, I was on a, on a call last week with the CFO in Singapore. And we've had some amazing execs sign up in Singapore. Even the Prime Minister's second in charge has signed up and loves, loves the meetings. But we had this one video call with an exec. Who said, he said to me, Carl, I love what you're doing. Come and, come and share with me the mechanics of how it works. And I said, sure. Mm. So I jumped on the call with him and I was to explain to him, you just, said, you just say yes to us. Give us, your, give us your name and your details or your EA. And then our team will come to you and say, I've got someone that wants to meet you. Give us some time in your diary. And then he, that was it. He said to me, you know what? He said, 
I'm looking for an ERP system right now, a new one. Uh, and you know, we've got 2,000 staff. It's a pretty big company. He said to me, if I put on LinkedIn that I'm looking for an ERP system, he said, my life. <laughs> That's my a nightmare. Life, yeah. My life would not be worth living. This, his words, he said, he said, somehow they find my email, somehow they find my phone number, somehow my every single channel that I have, my personal email, everything is swamped and flooded. And this is, this is the problem now because, you know, he said, even if I'm looking for a new staff member and I put it on LinkedIn, he said, yeah. I get 50 calls from recruiters telling me they can, mm. solve, they can save my world. Mm. Mm. He said, I just can't talk. to them. I don't have the time to talk to every single body. It's just too noisy. And this is, this is fundamentally the problem out there at the moment. And this is what, you know, we talk about automation. Well, automation has done nothing more than create so much noise. And you can see it in the email trails. You see them. I get, I get my, my inboxes are all filled up all day with people that are, I'm in a sequence. I can tell I'm in a sequence. Hi, Carl, did you get my last email? Da, 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 da. And I'm like, oh, here we go again. And, and they put these these emails into HubSpot or whatever it, it, marketing campaign. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's outbound. And, and they just set it and they, they type out the copy and then they just set it. And then two days later, it will send me one. Then three days later, I'll get another one. Did you get my email? I'm like, oh. And this is just. Oh, why? Yeah. Uh, go away. Exactly. And this has just filled up everyone's inboxes now. Combine that with your Zoom notifications, your meet, your, your Google Meet notifications, your meeting's about to start. And thank you. How was that? And what? Survey here, survey there. All of a sudden, your inbox is dead. And, 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 and when I say dead, I, I mean dead. I, let me tell you a story. One guy, his name is Louis Sajina, and Louis is the chief digital officer of Macquarie Bank. And he's he's had about 13 or 14 of our meetings. And mm -hmm. I called him one day. I said, can I, can, I, can I talk to you, Louis? I said, why are you doing these meetings? Oh, he said, Carl. Oh, he said, mate, he said, I get 300 emails a week from people trying to sell me shit. He said, mm. I, I have to tell my EA to say no to every single one of them except yours. I said, mm. why, why, don't you, why, do you say, why do you say yes to mine? He said, well, I can see who's coming. I can see if it's going to add value to my day or if it's going to align with the project that I've currently got. And I, I can do some good at the same time. And so all of a sudden, these execs are coming to us knocking on our door now saying, hey, I'm going to be looking for, the, looking for vendors anyway. Why don't I just do it through you and... and, mm. and Help a charity. So, so on that, and there will be execs listening to this. What, what's what's the advice? They go to the platform, and and is it is it free for them to sign up? How do they how do they sign up? It's totally free. All they have to do is put their email address in, and then that's it at the moment. The new platform that we're building, which is honestly, JK, you're going to love it. It, it. it is the sexiest thing I've seen. I've been in sales for a long time, and we have we have we have solved the problem for both sides of the market. You know, when I think about how much money and time is wasted on conferences and everything else, we've, 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 we've killed it. Oh, Excellent. and stalls and keynote oh. speakers. Oh. Echo <laughs> chambers. <Stop it. laughs> Echo chambers. And, and so, honestly, the, all, all the execs. So what we're doing is when the exec signs up, if in the new platform, and we, we should launch a, a, a pre-beta in the next few weeks. We're actually going to announce it at our, at our offices next Wednesday. We're going to show people what's coming. Um, we're basically going to, you, you'll sign up and you'll tell us what you want, what you're looking for, what problems are you trying to solve? And it'll be a very simple thing that will feed our engine. And so you will then be matched and you'll have personalized matches for better conversations, uncomplicated scheduling. So we can actually get your diaries matched together and they'll be curated. And it's a vetted community of those personalized matches. So it's, it's a safe, quiet environment for them to have a conversation about solving their business problems. And 
that's what the execs, we, we've interviewed loads of them for this platform. That's what they've told us they're looking for because they, they just can't afford to keep, you know, a fate worse than death, they say, is going to these conferences and walking around the, the vendor booth. They yeah, kicking, kicking tires. They avoid it like the plague. And often these execs say to me, I hate networking, but sometimes we have to go to keep up with the latest tech trends and what's going on. Mm-hmm. These conference organizers, they, they, say, they say to us things like, you know, I'll give you a free $500 ticket if you take some speed dating sessions with the, with the people paying for the conference. So all those vendors are paying 30 grand to go stand there for three days and to have some, some, to have some cringe-worthy speed dates with these with these C-suites who have got a free ticket. Who don't want to be there. Who don't want to be there. And it, and so all of us all of a sudden these execs are sitting there on their phone in their cringeworthy speed date. And occasionally you might find a couple of good matches, but in in principle it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty shocking. For the vendor, they just spent 30 grand and now they're scanning badges as people walk by and collect the landfill off their desk. And then <laughs> and all this land all this landfill ends up in exactly where that in the landfill. And so all of a sudden I'll now... put your business card in the fishbowl. Yeah, exactly. So all of a sudden now, the, all these scanned badges, they're called marketing qualified leads. Because every mar- yeah. marketing qualified lead, what, what is that even? And so, and so all of a sudden, all of these email addresses from the 10 conferences that they've done for the year, that goes into their outbound marketing campaign. Oh, thank you for stopping by the booth, John, Mary. Da, 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 da. We'd love to invite you to download this white paper. Da, 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 da. And so the whole aim of them doing that is to try and get John or Mary to download the white paper so they can get interested in their pro- – oh, my God. When I tell so you, what a mess. All this all this noise in the market. Well, imagine the cost of that, JK. Imagine the cost of having a salesperson – they call them SDRs, sales development reps. They sit on their bum in the office, make lots of cold calls, send emails, try and get the execs to, to download the white paper and have a meeting. That, that person's 100 grand a year to, to – mm that person and then all the cost in the marketing so the, all that conference 30 grand all the outbound campaigns all the, the cost of time and effort strip it out eliminate it that's my that's what i say forget it all come and have a meeting that's what you're after so all yeah. that all, what we've done for, for marketing teams and for salespeople is where it was traditionally slow and costly and unpredictable to get access to a decision maker we flipped it on its head it's now cheap fast Unpredictable, and you and that's that's what we've done. We've broken their old thirty years of doing business, and you don't need to go to those conferences anymore. And when I say I was, I was alluding to it before, but when I say the girls have sat down and analysed our client base, we have the who's who of the tech world on our client base, and we have not lost a single client since we started. Mm. And, and I, I keep asking why this is. That's because they're getting valuable conversations. They call it pipeline. And it's working, and they're getting deals closed. And it only it only takes one deal to make their entire investment worthwhile with us. Yes, yes. And am I right in saying, Carl, that your advice when these meetings are about to take place is you're about to potentially head into a sales meeting, but don't sell. That's the one thing you don't do. Just make a connection, and the rest will look after itself. Absolutely, bang on. And 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 we hear this all the time when we did these interviews with these execs. They say to us, the worst thing ever is when a salesperson turns up and starts selling. Uh, and so we, <laughs> funny thing is, <laughs> so we. The sales we, meeting you're having when you're not having a sales meeting. Yeah, well, we've created this altruistic based approach to selling now. So you're building a connection from the heart. And this is even more important in this virtual selling environment because we've shifted from a sales led 
approach to now a buyer's first approach. It's, you know, I think virtual selling, it was good for sellers, but it's even better for the buyers because, you know, buyers have the internet. They can research who you are and what you're doing and whether or not you're any good before you've mm-hmm. actually turned up. So I think there's there's a there's a whole thing around about not selling. And we, so when I first started this, I had to teach these salespeople because it was, it's really hard for them to change their habits of yes it would it would be yeah a, a, a lot of them are still walking in there and opening up their laptop and having a powerpoint presentation and i'm going stop <laughs> stop that stop. no no it, slides no but, decks put it away oh my god and 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 or they or even worse they'll, they'll say can i just show you this demo no stop no one cares about your data lake unless it's got a boat on it and <laughs> 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 so and so, uh, so we had to create this 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 this, this pdf Oh, and I called it "Don't be a douchebag," and so yes. we, we'd send this like PDF. It. We'd send this PDF just an hour before the meeting was about to take place. Remember, don't be a douchebag. Don't sell. Just walk in mm. there. And the first question: How do you get involved in this meet magic stuff? How many meetings have you done? Start to engage with them on a personal level about why they're involved in this. Let the conversation flow from there. Don't open mm. your laptop. Have a conversation, and then. Share a story about how your product has saved the world from blowing up or whatever it is your your business does that's got a really good story to it. Tell that story because that's what people will remember. So you're in, you're in, you're in four countries. So yeah. you're in Australia, New Zealand. Where, where else? I think you mentioned Singapore. Is that yeah. one of them? Where, where yeah. else are you? Singapore and the UK. Okay. And what's the plan? I imagine, I imagine you're, um, well, you're looking to 2022 as um, the year to expand. Yeah, well, you know, when you look at, so when you look at the, if, when you first start a business, and I'm not going to even start to give all that startup rubbish because, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, rubbish. You start in a business, you've got to find a product that resonates with people and you've got to find that product to market fit. And that includes things like finding your pricing strategy, um, you know, finding the vision and the strategy, understanding what, you, what, you know, just do enough people care about your product. That takes time. And that product to market fit, once you find it, and we we found it because you know salespeople leave, marketing people leave, and when they go to their new company, they come back to us because they've had a great mm-hmm. experience of using us. So we've we found that product market fit really early on, um, and people are talking about us now. And so we don't we, we don't chase any business; it, it comes to us. Um, so we're now in the in the phase of the market fit to scaling, and that that's about people, it's about strategy, it's about execution, and it's about cash. It's about partnership and alliances and strategic hiring and sales process and management and, and, and the platform that's scaling and then potentially a capital raise. But you know what? I keep saying, I don't know any venture capital that's going to come and give me any money because they're going to say, <laughs> Here you go. I'm, by the way, I'm giving it all away. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm looking, I'm looking forward to those conversations, but they will be completely blindsided and miss it, JK. And I'll tell you why. Mm. Because you can make money and give money away. And we found, we found a way to do that. And, you know, this platform, just imagine when we, when we talk about our growth and our vision, we talk about having 10 cities doing a thousand meetings a month around the world. That's a lot of money being given to charity. Mm-hmm. But that's also mm-hmm. a lot of money coming into your business being, being raised as well. So you can give that money away and you still can make money. Imagine doing a thousand meetings at a thousand bucks a pop every month. That's that is a that is a, a that's a that's a very good business. That is a multi-billion-dollar business, and we will become the world's first generous unicorn. And that I like it. That's that's where we're going with this thing. And there is no reason why we can't do this. There is no reason why every business meeting on the earth shouldn't have an impact associated with it. 
because of because because of the purposes they've come together and solve problems. So our goal this year um, and and for 2022 is to get 10,000 senior execs on the platform. You can be a CIO, a CTO, a CFO, da, 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 whatever you are. Don't care what kind of C you are. And by the way, when you've lost that title, nobody cares about you anymore. And this is this is the thing that, that these execs have agency right now. You don't have it if you lose that title. It's gone. And I and I, I hate telling people this, but this is, this is a reality. When Brian Hartzer was the CEO of Westpac, lovely man, gave us a couple of meetings. Everybody wanted to talk to Brian. Yes. I mean, if, I, if I'd had surge pricing at that time, that would have probably gone to about, <laughs> yeah, that's right. that gone to about grand right? for, for his time. It's but Friday the, afternoon before Christmas. He's surging. Yeah. Well, so, but of course, Brian lost his job and nobody wants to talk to Brian anymore because he's now a, he's now a consultant. And this was just this is just the reality of the agency that you have when you have a title. Do some good with it while you can, you know. And it's it's nothing for you to sit at work at work and have a coffee or have a virtual meeting because you're doing that anyway. And it's it's part of your job. You're you're actually evaluating. One of the great stories is um, uh, Mark Beaumont, a lovely man. He, he's one of the directors of, of of RMS Transport for New South Wales, and he he went off and. You know, I said, Mark, are you going to take a few meetings? He said, sure, I'll, I'll do it. He, he loves them. I said, how do you get it approved in, inside the government? He said, well, yeah. he said, like, like a conflict of interest. There's only a conflict of interest if you don't declare it. So you, you, I just went to my boss, who was the CIO, and I said, here's what I'm doing. He said, great. He said, what I didn't realize is you, you're actually helping us tick the box for fairness because when we go evaluating vendors in the market, we have to be fair in the way we evaluate them. So I can come to you and pick three and know that they've all come from the same place and there's no discrepancy it's a fair and it's a level playing field for everyone. Mm. So we've actually ticked that box. Okay, time to go through your website. What what is uh, if so? If people are listening, they want to. They're on both sides of this. They're either a, a company or an exec. Where do they go? Meetmagic.org. That's it. Meetmagic.org. That's yeah. it. And away you, you go. Sign yeah, up. There's a there's, there's a there's a little. I put this little crazy video in there of me explaining to people what, what, what it is. And you can just watch that video and follow. And it'll ask you to put your email address in. And, and then that's it. it. That feeds into our systems and our team swing into action. And, and away you go. I mean, I, you can even go on there on, on the pricing tab. And then you can book some time in my calendar if you want to have a quick chat. And I often get execs booking 30 minutes with me for a chin wag and, and to talk about what they're trying to do. And that's, that, that's really exciting when I, you know, I, I hear of execs that are leaving and, and changing roles. And looking to get out for whatever reason, and I see all this all this movement in the market. So I think what we're building is something not just a quiet place for the execs to come and, and be together, but it's also a potential place for execs to go and find their next job. You know, mm. you, you could be a CIO, but you know, you might want to go and talk to the CEO of Kiwi Bank and say, "Hey, by the way, I'm thinking about leaving. Anything going over at your place? Whatever." There's a, there's all these different things that can emerge from from, from this community of execs that we're that we're building. So the four, four countries at the moment, and I think 10 cities by the end of next year will be our goal, be a dream come true. And, you know, if we can be doing four or 5,000 meetings a month by then because of the scale of this new platform, we'll be, we'll be away. And it, it's a great way to go to work, I can tell you, to give money away. And it's, it's a beautiful feeling every day. Well, Carl, it's been fantastic having you on the program today and hearing your story. You've done a wonderful job with Meet Magic and we wish you all the very best in the years ahead. Thanks for coming on The Unicorns. Thanks so much, JK. Really, really appreciate you having me and letting me get this uh, story out there.